0: Modified intro. Ready? Go.
1: Hey, what's up? This is Ranting with Randy. I'm Randy. <laughs> this is a podcast about anything and everything that can dri- drive a same person start raving mad. You can be about the bus, the trains, crackheads, umbrellas in the rain. But today it's about coronavirus.
0: East Coast, West Our Coast, check in.
1: East Coast, West Coast, check in. Update:
0: seven million nine hundred forty-three thousand five hundred twenty-six point two.
1: That's right. And now
0: you're bugging me out, dude, because I didn't even think about the sharing of the airflow, and now I'm wigging the fuck out. But I have to say it's been good so far. Like, I mean, so far, Kinahar is so good. Like, I'm, like, a knock on everything because I didn't even think about that. Like, the heat, this bullshit heat is, like, it's like the floorboard shit that's electric. I don't know. They control it from the... Basement. I, I mean, I literally live in Africa like all year long. It's like 9,000 fucking degrees with my air conditioner. I haven't run the air conditioner window open. Like, right. I pray for it to be like three degrees outside Fahrenheit. Right.
1: Right.
0: um But I,
1: mean, I don't know if that's legit. It's just something that like someone said to me that like in, or maybe it was like it happened in China where if people were sharing airflow in a big building, like, it could travel through the airflow?
0: I guess, you know, if you have ducts and vents that, like, but a lot of those, I think a lot of, like, these big expenses, I don't know how the apartments are in China, you want to know something? I could text one of my friends who went through it over there, who's over there, he's been living over there teaching, and I can I can check in with him and see what that's like, but I can also say that a lot of these, you know, expense, like, Schmooperville and stuff like that, these, these doorman building apartments, they have all their own AC units, like, in their apartment they have all their own systems they control all their own shit it's all
1: central to their apartment
0: i i th- I believe so yeah it's not like you know which is i'm thankful for here like we got nothing like if you have an air conditioner you have one in your own window if you have yeah. heat but you know what i didn't think about like you walk past someone's doors you kind of hope like they've been inside and like the weight of the air droplets have like it's on the floor, you know, it's clean. I would feel a lot better if they were in the building, like mopping the floors with bleach like every day, right. Like that would make me feel better. But then I also understand that those guys can't work every day. like you don't you know, it's hard on them. like they have to take right. care of like all the garbage and maintain everything else, and shit still breaks and they have to fix it. I mean, shit's just crazy all over, but I didn't think about like sharing of everything. I read an article from The Jerusalem Post that said that the distance actually needs to be further than six feet. Even for walking, like the, like the, it travels up to, I don't know. I think they had it like 23 meters. Like you have to be like either 10 to 12 feet apart, which is fine with me. I don't, I don't pass people. Like I literally, it's like, I am literally, if I see you on the hill in the half an hour or 45 minutes that I'm out there, we are literally 12 feet apart minimum, or you're running by me on the opposite side past me. Right. Whatever. Which was why I was getting so pissed at that fucking asshole Israeli who thought it was a fucking joke to not move off his line and stay right, right where he wanted to stay because he has a small dick and he's an asshole. <laughs> but you know, that's just me. I, I mean, I don't. I have to say, I did not watch the news at all today. Good. I stayed. I stayed off the Twitter most of the day, mostly because I was in Twitmo, But they, you know. They yeah, just, what happened? I told happened? I called Melania I tweeted, I ta, like, I responded to uh, Melania Trump's tweet by by call like I said something to the effect of like um illegal Einstein. I say the same thing every time. Illegal <laughs> Einstein, visa recipient, uh softcore lesbian porn modeling, birther says what. <laughs> and then the next thing I know in two seconds. Uh, you have been, your account has been temporarily suspended for 11 hours and 59 <laughs> minutes. And I tell everybody, like, hold it down. I'll be in Twitmo, send snacks. I'll see you tomorrow. And, right. you know, that's the end of that. I don't give a fuck. Like, it's so bot manipulated and it's such bullshit that bullshit. I don't care. Like, I, I, I was like, when does hashtag fuck Trump start? And they, nothing happened. Right. So it's so random. It's like the music. It's so random what they match.
1: Like, I know, What did they
0: match? It. Dean Martin? So they got me on like that Dean like Martin song?
1: Yeah. Like the like a
0: really old and song. And not like, Hip Hop Hooray, which by the way, Rita Wilson and OPP raising money by remixing that shit is pretty amazing. Like that was pretty fucking hilarious when she did that.
1: Yeah. I mean, she's a bit of a, I feel like she's a, a wild kook. Like she's just like a kooky lady. No shade to her. Like she's fine.
0: I'm all good she, with that, Dude.
1: She's
0: a nutbag. She could be as much of a nutbag she wants. She raises money. I'm, um, I'm totally and gives it to the right places. I'm totally okay with that. It's just getting weird because I think it's, it's getting to the point. Like you said, you're like totally over it. Like it's getting to that weird point where, it's like, you wake up and you're like, wow, is this still happening? It seems like the day right. seems normal for like 30 seconds, and then you're like, oh shit, no, we're still in it. And right. we're, we're like, okay, fuck, it's not getting any yeah. better.
1: I don't see, I don't yet see like the, like, I, it doesn't feel like there's any kind of like end in sight, even though I know that there will be. So it's just, it still feels like very. I depressing. think it's
0: going to be a rolling end. I don't think it's going to be an end, end. I think it's going to be a rolling end. And I think it's going to end. I mean, they're already arguing when I did log back onto Twitter momentarily to check out M, because I love M Crouton. I'm obsessed with that whole farm. And I told, I was like, I will go live there. I will live you know what's on your farm.
1: Thing? Follow the Gentle Barn as well. Okay. There is a the oh. rescue animal farm in, in Santa, near L.A., and they, they rescue, like, animals that were supposed to be slaughtered. Yeah, or
0: being, like, this is the cutest, there, the cows, like, the horses. Yes. Yeah. The I dogs, know, everybody like, gets I along, so. they're all in coats and jackets, and they're all like Al- hanging out, having snacks at night, and it's just...
1: I just want to live there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I said to them, I tweeted them, I'm like, I can come live there in that wheelbarrow with the hay, I'm good with, I can yeah. sleep on alfalfa, I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Totally comfy, I'm, I'm, I'm completely low maintenance and flexible, I just need coffee. <laughs> coffee o'clock. Coffee o'clock, which is, you know, <laughs> gonna put that on a t-shirt when I can start making them again for sure.
1: We got to get you a projector so you can project your screen onto the wall so you can read the comments in the jam.
0: I can't, but I, I don't have the time to read because I'm actually like mixing stuff. It's so hard. I see it out of the corner of my eye and all I saw was... Somebody said something about – it's total FOMO, dude. It's the worst because I know you guys are chatting, even if it's not about me. And I think tonight was about me a little bit. I don't know. Not,
1: not a ton. It was – I. they were talking about what I was like as a teenager, and then I, my mom said that you were the soccer queen. Oh, great. So, we won't go down that road again, but that
0: – We don't have to go down, down are, that road.
1: We are waiting for you to straighten the heart picture behind your head <laughs> <laughs> for like a week night we're like is
0: it still crooked (laughs) now it's gonna have to stay crooked forever (laughs) now it's gonna stay crooked forever well I shouldn't say it's gonna stay crooked forever because that'll ruin the joke but I can't I didn't see that go by I would have probably peed all over myself but (laughs) I'm so I'm glad that you guys are having these great conversations and I'm, I'm completely watching them scroll by and by the time I like put my glasses on I'm like what are they saying? And then it's over. Yeah. And and then I'm like, by the time I can't scroll down because I'm afraid I'll touch something and disconnect it. Because sometimes I have a shitty Wi-Fi connection and it pauses it. And other times people are like, my wife. I'm like, I can't control other people's Wi-Fi freezing. I don't know right. what's going on. I I am sure also that other people like Instagram and the Wi-Fi's at night are like completely overloaded because everybody is like trying to distract themselves with something to do. It's like you can only binge watch so much fucking Netflix. You can only watch right. so many movies. You can only. Like, I don't, it's, and you know what's interesting? I haven't watched nearly as much Netflix as I thought I would watch, like, having all of this time. And you know what I love is that, like, your mom, while I'm DJing, takes every fucking Scrabble turn. So every time I look at my phone, there's, like, a notification that Margot's made her move. And I'm like, I can't fucking go now. And Margot's, like, cleaning up on all 19 Words with Friends games that we're playing. And I'm seeing it, like, pop up in my notification. I'm like, fuck. Like, it's really, like, words.
1: Well, I'll tell you what she's doing. She's streaming it on one device and playing (laughs) Words with Friends on her other device. So my guess is she's streaming it on her Instagram on the phone, and then she's playing Words with Friends on her iPad while she listens. And then after (laughs) so often, she checks back in and chats.
0: Hashtag first-world problems. I'm like, you're killing me right now because, like, I just, I got to figure that out. Because you know what? I have an iPad also, an old one. I'm wondering, you know what, I also want to, I have to check out the YouTube live to see if they, because they have a lot of issues with rights and copyright and stuff also. YouTube it's really hard. Dude, but everybody's doing it. Everybody's doing it. I can't imagine that everybody and their mother is getting shut the fuck down. Like music matched all the fucking time. I, I want know. that dude to answer me. I want that motherfucking CEO that I copped his name off of Puffy's little Instagram. I was like, oh puppy like put on blast that he was chatting with the CEO of Instagram and threw his name all up on his, on his little screen. And I was like, Oh, boom, I'm hitting this guy up. And I said, no, did I get a response? Does anybody read my shit? I'm still waiting to hear back from William Sinoba and Breville for that false advertising bullshit. What with their there? coffee machine. This is a completely, this is not really a Corona. I mean, it is coronavirus related because I'm sitting here with nothing to do. So I got an email that William Sonoma was having 70% off of like kitchen electronics and shit like that. And I was like, boom, I'm going to go. It's got to be the Breville basic espresso machine that has to be on sale. And look, I'm not trying to get shit for free. I'm not trying to cop anything or pull a fast one or any of that shit. So I go in and I log in and they list the price. This is You're really going to get me going now because it really pisses me the fuck off. They okay. list the suggested retail price of the basic espresso machine without the grinder at $799. So that when they take 50% off, it goes down to $499. Okay. $499 is the actual retail selling price on Breville's website. So I I said, so I said to them, so I immediately screenshot it and I, and I tweeted them and I, I said, I went to the site. I went to the company that makes the fucking thing. That's not what they sell it for. So then I went back. So I tweeted at William Sonoma with the picture under it. And I was pissed. I was like, this is false advertising. It said first of all it said seventy percent off. Then it said once you clicked in and got to it, it was like fifty percent off. And then it was like in red and it was like showing you the four ninety nine and like it was such a great deal. Because for someone that doesn't know, they're gonna look at that and think, oh, this machine could theoretically be $799. They don't know that someone like me has been watching this machine for the last five years of my life since my gaja broke and they wanted to send me parts from China. And I was like, this is an Italian espresso machine. I guess everything is made in China now. So I'm not paying to repair it. I'll eventually buy a new one who knew then I was going to have no jobs. And then I was and this shit was going to happen. And I'm fine with the stove top cooker. I really can't complain. It just does. It's missing the crema. And it's it's it is what it is. It's not the end of the world. It is literally a first world problem. It's not a big deal. But the big deal was them lying and the false advertising. So a customer service rep tweeted me back and said, hey, I'm really sorry this happened. Give me, like, here's the customer service number. Give me a call, see what we can do. I called the woman. She was working from home. We had this whole back and forth about the virus and how, look, I understand this is not so serious. And I really appreciate you taking the time. Super nice. I wasn't looking to gut anyone like a fucking pig, which I've done before. Because if you fuck with me, I will destroy you. Right. And, like, just because it's it's just not fair. Like, that kind of bullshit pisses me off. You don't take advantage of people like that. And so she was super nice. She was like, I'll take all your complaints. I totally understand. Unfortunately, there's nothing that I could do. It's got to go to the customer service manager. Give me your phone number. Give me your email. Someone will get back in touch with you. That was over a week ago. I haven't gotten a tweet response. I haven't gotten a phone call. I haven't gotten an email. And every single day since that happened, I have continued the tweet thread of like, Memes of people like dying, waiting, like just time ticking by saying, I guess Breville and William sonoma are okay with the false advertising that's happening and the shit storm of customer service that's taking place while this is going on. And hashtag, you know, hashtag first all problems, hashtag I understand this is not a priority, but I have time. Clearly I have nothing right. to do. Like, so I'm not going to let this go. Right. and And now I'm also not going to let it go because I'm extra pissed. And when that happens, I'm like a dog with a bone and I will fucking – this will go on until either I break and call customer service back and ask to speak to a customer service manager or someone calls me because you cannot tell me on any level that there's anything okay with that. When no, we, that's
1: absolute price gouging.
0: It's it's lying. It's lying.
1: Now, so you won't call them.
0: I w- I don't want to I don't want to be the one's I don't think I should have to be the one to call because yeah, the, no, I already no, I made to, the initial the phone call. Here.
1: Right. And, like, I, I would hate, like, the idea of having to explain the situation again would drive me crazy. Which is I, why I don't
0: want to write an email. I could have very well, she was like, here's the customer service email. No, bitch, have the, you, have the dude, clearly the customer service manager at Breville can't be completely overwhelmed at, at a time like this. I am sure that a million people are not looking to purchase an espresso machine Now, I don't, maybe they are, maybe they think sales are good or money, you know, people have extra money. I don't know who has extra money laying around bonus for them, but like it's, it's now it's just the principle for me. I don't give a fuck. And honestly, because of this shit, even though they're one of the best coffee makers to buy in terms of all of the research that I've done and research that my friends have done for me, because they feel so bad for me. They're like, we'll help you. I'm like, I don't even want it. I just—it's right. just the principle and the point now that you're just a bunch of assholes that like are willing to lie to people and like it's if if it was on Breville's site for eight hundred dollars, fine. If it was on Breville's site for like seven, fine. The fact is, you just picked some random arbitrary number like seven ninety nine ninety five, and then right. and then took fifty percent off of that for the so you're actually making money because you're charging people for this. You're actually going to make money on something that you say is on sale for 50% off. And that's some bullshit.
1: Well, okay. Two things. What the first thing is a side note, but just to your point, I am always confused by the people who think that they're saving all this money when they go to Bed Bath & Beyond with their 20% coupons. Like, they don't understand that Bed Bath & Beyond just marks things up 20%, and then you bring the coupons, and then it brings it back down to the regular price. Like, yeah. Like, it's such a scheme and a scam, and I'm like, look, I'll take the coupons when I go. I have to get something, but hello— you're not getting a good deal. You're just getting the regular price, you schmoes.
0: They were very like, good at, at taking it. stuff back, though. Bed Bath and Beyond before, like Nordstrom's was doing all that. They were very good at. They would literally, without a box, without a receipt, you could walk in with like your vacuum cleaner and like fifty parts in a bag, and they would be. You'd be like, it broke, and they would be like, okay.
1: No shade to BBB. I happen to live across the street from the drugstore. Face Values, which is oh B2B, nice, and you can use the coupons there, and I love it. And they're friendly, and it was one of the best additions to the neighborhood because I was missing a drugstore in walking distance. That said, I just think it's funny when people don't understand how the markup works, and they're like, "Ooh, like I'm saving all my BBB coupons." It's like you could just go on Target and get it for a cheaper. That said. My second question for you, let's say all of this doesn't work out. What? Have you ever thought about, like, let's say you can't, like, let's say the Breville people don't apologize, don't reduce the price. Let's say you're not getting the Breville. (laughs) Have you ever thought about a refurbished
0: machine? You know what's interesting? I, it's interesting that you say that because I, I, refurbished is tough because it was always like refurbished phones, refurbished iPads, refurbished laptops. I have to say. As much as I am broke as hell and I bust my ass for every nickel that I can rub together, there's something to me about buying something new which could also be somewhat imperfect. I just don't know how much you you never get the same like guarantees with something you buy refurbished. it's never the same insurance it's never the same if something breaks, you can then bring it back if it's refurbished i don't i mean I, yeah. I, no, I, I guess my the short answer me. is like, no, I don't, if if they, you know, if they said to me, hey, we have a refurbished machine, we'd be more than happy to send to you for $100 or $150, like for your, all your problems and for lying like that, I have nothing to lose because it's, it's I'm I'm not losing anything. It's not like they're saying, here's a refurbished machine at the regular retail price, we'll save you the shipping. It would be like, even for them, it's such, what I don't get, and this is what's so stupid, it would be such good PR for them to shut me up and send me a fucking refurbished machine and be like, Hey, we're so sorry that you had this problem. We're so sorry that William Sonoma lied. We'll talk to the people at William Sonoma to make sure they don't do this again. Like my whole thing is I always feel worse for the person that doesn't have anyone to advocate for them. Like that's right. because I'm, for some reason I'm like some bleeding heart, empathetic schmuck bag. That's always like thinking of the next person. Like I'm like, why is it, like, I would stand up and fight for myself. I can advocate for myself. Like, when it was with, my, like, my MRI, like, 14 days laid up on the fucking couch, and I was literally, like, half-drugged out of my mind on, like, Advil and, like, whatever the fuck I was taking, and then I also had to call and advocate for myself 17 times a day with 17 different people at 17 doctor's offices with the insurance. Like, all I keep thinking about is, is like, what, are, what do people do that don't have the ability to do that? that don't have an advocate, that can't make those phone calls, that can't, like, for whatever reason, multitask or, like, cope or have the the capacity to, to deal with that. Because let me tell you something, just the stress, forget the pain of the actual injury, the physical pain, the mental and emotional drain of knowing that I would have to deal with that every day just to get a fucking MRI, not even talking about, like, what would come next, like, if I needed surgery or if I needed rehab or if I needed whatever? What what would happen next? How do you – I would need to find a doctor. I would need to find – schedule everything. No one's scheduling anything for me. Like, there is something to be said about, you know, having some help, like, every once in a while when you – you know, sometimes you just want to, like, lay there in agony and, like, be like, oh, this is fucking terrible and, like, not have to be sidetracked. And I just – I feel bad for people that – and it's not bad like pity bad. It's bad like it shouldn't be this way. Like there should – it it shouldn't be this difficult. And people shouldn't take advantage – of people and I hate when when people and companies try to get over and try to take advantage of people and that lying and that false advertising and people say welcome to advertising. People who are on Twitter were like welcome to advertising. It happens all the time. Well, it shouldn't fucking happen all the time. But it's also like you know somebody once said to me they're like, "Randy, you can't you want to tackle everything. You can't change the whole entire world." But it's like not changing the world. It's like one thing at a fucking time. Like as I stumble across it, which is why I rant so much because all this bullshit pisses me off all the time. Right. And, like, I just, I don't let it go. I mean, people are like, I would love to be, I always say this, one of those people that could, like, walk by the guy that looks like he's dead on the side of the street and maybe he's unconscious and not call 911 and get involved. I'd like to be able to walk by people that are, like, cursing someone out and not say anything or smack their kid the wrong way and not say anything or, like, why I'm so willing to interject myself in shit that does has absolutely nothing to fucking do with me. But yet I always open my fucking mouth and I always put myself in the middle of shit, for better or for worse, just because I don't know why I think I'm and it's not like I'm on some righteous fucking pedestal that I'm that I am like holier than thou. I don't ever let like, I don't ever think that. But if you're gonna like berate your fucking kid and curse him out and like absolutely humiliate him in the street, you you damn better believe that I'm gonna open my fucking mouth and say something. Right. Like, so I don't get it. So so I'm like sitting here like I don't know. Do I call tomorrow? Do I, do I call Breville and say like, let me talk to the customer service manager just so it's also like, I just want to know what the fuck is going on.
1: Well, the thing that frustrates me about these scenarios is that for the most part, and I experienced them the most for sure in the healthcare and like medical industry, like very relatable, what you said about your MRI, like anytime I need to get, just a simple prescription or make an appointment it there always seems to be somebody who drops the ball and then it's back on you to do their job for them. so what bothers me is that if everyone in their if everyone in their like in their job went a little bit above and beyond did more than the bare minimum let me not even say above and beyond just did a little bit more than the bare minimum so Mm -hmm. like this customer service person sees your tweet and is like, you know what, let me just, like, ping that manager again and be like, hey, can you call this woman back? Maybe you get your call back. In the medical field, like, if somebody just said, you know what, let me, like, let me just do a little searching for 10 minutes and see if I could find a doctor or see if I could figure out this invoice.
0: Dude, people felt bad for me on Instagram. They were, like, Instagram messaging me. Like, my friends, thank God, who were, like, one worked in a doctor's office. One of my friends is a doctor. Like, because also I don't ask. It's also on me. I don't ask for help ever. Uh, I don't like to put people out. So I figure, you know, and I don't expect people to, like – say, hey, it looks like you need some help. Let me have... Like, I, I get it. It's a two-way street. Like, they need to know that you need some help, and then if they can help you, they'll offer. But that's a whole nother like, mental mishigas that I don't, you know...
1: But I think that people are just so numbed out all the time in their jobs, which maybe isn't even their fault. Maybe it's just, like, the fault of capitalism and, like, the hands of it on our necks all the time, like, making us just trying to suffer through life instead of, like, really try. But, like, I think that people just they don't do more than the bare minimum, like, 95% of the time, and therefore they drop the ball. They let people flail out there with no help, or, like, someone needs a prescription, they just, like, didn't feel like going the extra mile or didn't feel like making the extra phone call. I think
0: that's very much here. I think that's very – I think you're right with the whole capitalism thing, and I think it's cultural and how communities, like, how people help other people and how that works, like – how, you could break that down. I think it's an also a really fascinating, you know, sociological study on like cultures that are more likely to band together and help each other, like tighter knit groups of people right. that look out for each other. And I think it, that comes from you know when you have less and you need to count on other people more, it, it changes it changes those you know parameters a lot. Like here, everybody, I don't know, it's it's going to be weird when this shit like. As this continues to evolve, how that's going to affect people.
1: What's what I think is it's great news. But what scares me a little bit about it is have you heard about the antibody tests that they're going to be like releasing in the next week or so? Okay, so the antibody test is essentially for people who believe that they had coronavirus but either couldn't get a test or potentially they had it before we knew what it was. And so basically it's a blood test, and in the blood test they'll be able to see if you have coronavirus antibodies in your blood, which means that you are exposed to it, which means that if you have the antibody, you are immune to it, essentially, unless it were to mutate or something like that. And I'm not a scientist, but this is what I...
0: Oh, you're not? I'm
1: not. Shocker. Maybe some of your (laughs) listeners think that I am, and then they're relaying this to their friends (sighs) I'm picking the whole thing up. But the point of it is that they're also talking about this in the context of, like, okay, well, if you have the antibody, to your point, well, then you are safe to go back out into the world because you're essentially immune to the virus because you've had it already. So my concern is that there's going to be this sort of hierarchy of people who have the antibody in their blood allowed out into the world, and those of us who don't or haven't contracted it Jesus. or aren't still immune to it are going to be forced to stay home longer, and there's going to be this sort of, like, uprising about, like, who's allowed to leave and who's not. I would think it'd be, it's like,
0: who's going to, like to who's gonna get the jobs that are available, who's going to become more lord of the flies ish like
1: 100 percent. and i hope that like it doesn't go that way but i my fear is that in an individualist society like america Oof. it will go that way like the right thing to do would be everybody stays home until the entire thing is under control we're all doing the same thing right but what will happen is oh i had the virus i have the antibody but you can
0: reinfect you control. can get reinfected like they're seeing second waves of like reinfections of people that had it and we're released, and right. now we're getting it again.
1: I mean, so I don't just know. based off a video and a, a article I read today in the news. And I think you're right. I think that people probably can get reinfected. I think the point of it, too, is really also for healthcare workers who can see that they've had it and they've been exposed to it. Maybe they can feel a little bit better about going to work and not as scared that they're going to get it. Every minute of the day, because I can't even imagine what
0: that's like. I can't imagine what that's like, and I can't imagine what the PTSD after this is going to be like. I cannot imagine all of these, everybody, I think, I mean, and that's a hierarchy from the top down, from the people on the front lines to everybody, from even to people that are staying at home and, like, stuck in the same routine, like, because even if you're working from home, there's a routine. It's the same Every day, and it's not to say that it's the same every day if you were working from home normally, but this extra added pressure of knowing that you can't leave and that you are—this is it. There is no, there are no options. And you know, when do I go to the store, and when do I go out, and when do I do this, and when, which is not normal if you choose to be one of those people that work from home on—you know—throughout your daily course of of life before this virus. And I, I, I just think it's going to be—I don't know. I think that I think there will be at some point there. Inevitably, there has to be some kind of vaccine. I mean, you just have to – science just works that way. It just takes time, and this is such a weird virus in the way that it is is spreading and how it's manipulating people and, like, older people, younger people, how it's, you know, affecting people of different races. And I just – I happen to think that the racial delineation is more because they – more likely from what I've been watching and reading is that there are just many more underlying conditions with all the diabetes and you know, the obesity and the asthma and people went absolutely apeshit. W Camu Bell did a Twitter thread that absolutely destroyed this putz of a surgeon general who used his asthma inhaler as a fucking prop who just literally stood up there like, I can't even listen to him talk because all I do when I hear that guy speak is think about Mike Tyson because he has that high-pitched, lispy, like, douche-nozzle voice. No no insult to Mike Tyson who could, like, eat my ear off and, like, punch me in the head and give me brain damage for the rest of my life. Who actually right. turned his life around, supposedly. And, you know, it's like a good yeah. dad doing all the right things. But okay. I just think that this Jerome Adams guy is just the fakest, biggest, fraudulent fuckbag of a Surgeon General and you should go back and google W. Camu Bell's Twitter thread in 12 tweets. He just absolutely scorched that guy. Like the what guy what about? Like how so? It was because of just the racism and the way that he was speaking to the minority community who is a who is mostly affected with asthma and how He was, like, standing there holding his asthma pump, and anybody that has asthma, sports-induced asthma, exercise-induced asthma, or like, more life-threatening types of asthma, where normally you should be, if you had – if we had decent medical care in this country, you would probably be on some type of medication instead of relying – the asthma pump is your last hope. Like, you are not supposed – I have one in my bag. Like, it's not – it's not something you carry around and you're like do 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 i'm feeling like <sighs> i'm feeling like an asthma it's not meant to be used that way it is meant in like an emergency situation when you cannot breathe you inhale yourself until you can like either it corrects itself or you can get help or get to somewhere and so he just went on about how the, for him to stand there is absolutely such a debasement of like everything the, the minority communities are going through with the, with all of their medical conditions to to sit there and say you have your asthma inhaler, keep it with you in case. He's like, what What the fuck are you even talking about, bro? That's not how it's supposed to be used. You should know that you're the fucking Surgeon General, and you're gonna spew this propaganda from the white. House. It was just it, it was basically that how he stood up there and perpetuated the racist undertones of the Plantation White House, in addressing the issue of this virus in the minority communities. And it was brilliant. It was brilliant. And he didn't drop one F-bomb, which is always classy. He's a smart guy, Camu Bell. He's 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 a really good dude. And he's, I mean, I love his show on CNN. I thought he did a, it was a really interesting, informative, ballsy show, to be honest. I mean, he put himself in some really fucked up situations like he went and sat with that clans dude and like went to like a cross burning and i was like bro i mean kudos to you for even wanting to i guess get get an inside look at that and try to figure that out and try to communicate and stuff i i really really like that show just as much as i like lisa ling's investigative journalism i think she's also very empathetic and smart and talented and doesn't get enough credit Right. For what she does. But it was a, it was a good piece. And the surgeon general is a douche. And he shouldn't be, he makes me nauseous that he stands up there. Everyone on that fucking podium that stands up there behind him. And I mean, I mean, this bricks chick who like drank the Kool-Aid and like it's, it's just done. It's like you look like an asshole. You sound like an asshole. And you're perpetuating like just the most assholiness garbage.
1: What do you like? What is she perpetuating? I'm not watching, to be honest. Yeah,
0: no, it's 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 when she came out after, like, and she says things and holds up that stupid sign, and she talks about, you know, taking into account the president's, like, information on how, to, like, the 13 steps that you need to follow. And you just don't, like, it. punch her in the face because she literally is just parroting the same bullshit as, like, Mike Pence and, right. you know, I don't know. I saw some tweet today. They had some bishop on for Easter that was talking about, like, just some— who, I mean, the guy is like anti-marriage equality, and like the irony of Mike Pence standing twelve feet away from this guy while he's talking about that—probably thinking about pool boys—is is just not lost on anybody that has right. a functioning brain cell. And it—it, right. it, it, I, I don't know. I just—it's—it's it's hard to—it's hard to constantly. I I don't purposefully look for that, but it, it it is there, like in 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 your stream of consciousness as you scroll around. It's just what you choose to click on and what rabbit holes like you choose to go down. Right. I still want to try to know what's going on a little bit. Like I miss like I usually like I watch Cuomo and then I watch, you know, Mad out and I try to I like Nicole Wallace and Deadline White House if I'm, you know, not far from the TV at four o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> Cause I'm really not far from the TV ever.
1: I'm just like I'm really and I think probably like a lot of people feel like this too but I'm just exhausted by all yeah. of the news like it feels I'm I'm more inclined to watch it because I feel like maybe I'll get something that's helpful for my like day-to-day life or like a glimmer of hope maybe. Yeah. But like it does feel similar to like after Trump was elected and I couldn't I just couldn't watch it anymore like it it just did more harm than good but I'm still checking in the morning because I'm hoping that someone will say like some sort of good news yeah. or
0: like
1: some curve got flattened or less cases today or something. I like think that.
0: you just have to set some kind of alert. I think it's a good idea. I mean, I don't. I've Facebook is done. I'm done scrolling on Facebook. Like I, I just, it's just such bullshit. And it's it's,
1: it's weird. It's weird too, though. Like how, like the things, like. I don't know like I'm not to your point like I think I probably turn the TV on three times a week now and I'm not like either way on TV like I have my shows that I watch and then I would like scroll around sometimes but I was never like a TV binger but I'm also not like anti-TV I'd never be a person that's like I don't have a TV in my house I just like (laughs) read books and fucking pray to my tarot cards like I'm not that person either but, like, my interest, even in the shows that I like, is so waning. Like, I just, it's hard to care. You'd think that I'd be listening to more podcasts, but I'm listening to, like, significantly less. Because, like, the things that I just cared about when society was light and, and, and my day-to-day was whatever. Like, I'm just not interested anymore. Like, I am kind of honing in on the things that I actually enjoy and I'm actually interested in. Versus, like, mindless shit. Which is weird.
0: But that's all but good. It, that's a positive part of it. it. It is It is spending, you know, you spend this weird quality time with yourself that yeah. you normally wouldn't spend. Like, which is why I play music loud often, because it quiets, like, the thoughts in my head a lot. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, not that that's a bad thing, but it's also, you know, it, it depends on how deep you want to, you know, dive into your own psyche, I guess. And, like, you know, what you want to poke around it and what you want to find. And if it's just something as simple as, you know, maybe I'll take up knitting or maybe I'll find something more productive to do or maybe I'll, you know, keep the... Maybe I keep the TV on on mute in the background if something catches my eye. Or maybe, you know, I'll listen to different podcasts about... I don't know. I listen to... It's why, like, DVR the most random shit about, like, aliens and, like, dead files and, like, ghost hunting and... Because it just takes... You know, first of all, I find it fascinating. Second of all, it takes your mind off of all of this stuff. I'm not, you know... DVRing the news or like you know or sketch comedy about I don't know I think it's too soon to like be joking about this shit while people are still risking their lives and
1: yeah it's bothersome to me like on the same token to see like all of these and it's like a particular type of person like I'm sure you have the equivalent of this and probably Brooklyn and like whatever trendy neighborhoods you guys have over there but like it's this type of like LA girl that's like you know has like an at-home yoga practice and she's like so grateful to have like made it so much stronger now that we're like at home in COVID and like she's really connecting with like her fucking like I don't know astrological this and like she took up another language and you're just like Okay, like you're posting all this shit on Instagram about like how this has been like such an amazing time for you to dive deep. Meanwhile, like maybe your friend is like, "Hey, like my uncle passed away from this last week." Like, is that really like, like can you do this without having to tell people that you're doing it? Can you like look inside yourself and like develop without having to like announce it all over the place? And like, I, I don't know. I, I'm like rambling nowhere. No, it's total. Been the listen, it's that like piss me off. Like. I'm all for, like, use this time how it feels good. I'm trying to be, like, what feels good? What feels good is being outside, puttering around the garden, planting a bunch of watermelon seeds and hoping maybe a watermelon will grow one day in, like, three years when I forget that I did that. (laughs) But, like, can we do this? Like, can we do this quietly? Like, do we have to all be loud about the things that, like, We're we're doing... Look who you're
0: talking to. The one that Instagram's, like, doing her laundry in a fucking bucket in her bathtub.
1: No, you're not trying to be anyone. You're just, like, sharing your day, which is literally my favorite thing, like, ever. It's a a different kind of person that I'm talking about. Like, I would watch you wash your underwear in your shower all day. (laughs) But, like, it's just this kind of, like, you need to, like, find the beauty in this and learn french or whatever. like that shit just I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way.
0: I can see that and I can You know what? But I think it just goes to show that everybody handles stress and life altering situations and maybe confronting their own mortality in a in a different way. And I don't I don't I agree with you. I don't think it's about like I get very upset and I have no right to at people trying to sell shit online. Like I have, I hustle art just as much as the next person. But every time I see somebody like one t-shirt left in a small DM me for the info and the price, I'm like, people are not working. Like, no, I understand like life has to go. It's a weird dichotomy. Like I struggle with that. Like the same way I think you struggle with like these obnoxious, like People that are on this other plane of existence. And I know exactly like who you're talking about. And it yeah. is, but they also live on that plane of existence all the fucking time anyway, I think, in a weird sort of way. Like they are on some other level, like energy wise.
1: A lot of those, a lot of those, a lot, the people I'm talking about are inauthentic. They're yeah. people who are authentically like, doing what they're doing and like totally exists on another planet. And I'm like, that's fine. Maybe I don't get it, but that's fine. These are people who are like absolutely being so deliberate and emulating a lifestyle that isn't totally. And that's the kind of person like the
0: Kardashians,
1: like the Kardashians, (laughs) like literally every yoga teacher in Los Angeles. Like I can't, I don't
0: know. It's hard. It's really hard. I I get it. I, I think, but I think people can weed out and I think you have every right to call out the fake shit and the nauseating bullshit, and like just be like, "You're this is disgusting. Like it's yeah. so like it's so transparently fake and right. phony." I don't. I mean, I'm very fortunate. I really try to choose who I follow on Instagram. I don't follow back. Every, I'm, not to be an asshole. I don't follow right. back everyone that follows me. I don't have a bazillion followers, but I try to be selective because I want to use my time, which is valuable to support other people in in what they're doing the, the same way that they pop over and, like, support me and, like, what I'm doing. You know, you don't have to come to the DJ jam. You don't have to watch me do my laundry in the tub. You don't have to watch me, like, ride my bike every morning at 730 in the morning and, like, sit there. But I do that just because I also think, oh, maybe somebody, like, wants to talk or maybe somebody needs to be distracted or maybe somebody – need something. So it's more, I think of like a give and take in that way. Like I'm not trying to like capitalize off anybody or manipulate it or use anybody. And I feel that there, and not that people are doing that, but I just, like you said, I think there needs to be a little bit more sensitivity coming from like the bull in the China shop who is like, you know, the least graceful (laughs) like person on the planet. It's just, you need to be like more, aware like i, I know you want to sell your t-shirts i know you want to sell your art i know people still need to like live their lives and hang art on their walls at home but you know what they also have to like buy groceries for their family of four they also have to like maybe they're not working maybe they lost their job maybe they lost some i don't know maybe i'm an but asshole for thinking that choice. i don't know but do
1: you, do you think that like that's their choice about how they spend their money like maybe the thing that might make someone happy is that we have yes. to buy your here- photograph and hang it up or buy a t-shirt or a sweatshirt and like a just enjoy it but be like feel good that they help somebody who's doing something for them like, like yeah the way for money is your choice like i would be i would fully agree with that if like someone was on instagram aggressively every day being like buy my shit buy my shit you need it in these times you gotta have it yeah but if just like has a store and it's like hey like check out my shit if you have some extra cash or like looking to brighten your day or whatever like that doesn't bother
0: me yeah i don't know i had a hard time with that in the beginning i think i still i mean i guess i still do in a weird way i have to try to work that out because you're right i totally hear where you're coming i hear where you're coming from and i, I get i i understand it and trust me i see it but i also kind of feel like again like i cut off my nose oftentimes to like spite my face because i'm like yeah. i don't want to put anybody else i'm more i'm more apprehensive about putting else put, putting somebody else in an uncomfortable awkward position, knowing that they're full well and capable of making their own decisions as an adult and adulting and being like, hey, it's my money. I want to spend it how I want to spend it. But I don't, I don't want to, I feel like I don't want to be the one to kind of put that in front of your face if there are better ways right now for you to be spending your money. I don't know. Like, it's a weird kind of like psychology that I have in terms of like, Again, like, this weird, like, save the world and, like, don't worry about me. I'll be fine and, like, all this kind of stuff. And I'm, like, really, like, not so fine. Like, it is, I mean, maybe it's also my own denial of, like, you know, where the fuck are we going? Like, I don't know where I'm going after this. Like, this is, you know, how long are we sitting here? I'm sitting here, like, bleeding money. I still have to pay my phone bill, my cable bill, my, you know, my my groceries. And I, I don't have a paycheck coming in. I don't have right. a there's no like sugar daddy and my you know, I'm not putting on like La Perla lingerie and like have a YouTube cam like some of these chicks that are like making bank off of just modeling underwear. I know. You know, like there's people that are really taking advantage of this and like or have been. I think we talked about this, didn't we? Maybe. I think we talked I, – I, for some reason, recall having a conversation with someone about watching a special. I think it was Lisa Ling, actually. It was, that followed around. Oh, yeah, we're talk about that. Yeah. This sugar – this girl that literally just went around to, like, all these high-end lingerie stores. And, like, as she yes. was buying things, her phone was, like, pinging – that was not anyone sending me money for wearing lingerie, by the way. Um <laughs> I, I don't know. So it was weird. So I was like, more power to them, I guess. And more, you know, if you can find a way to support yourself and like keep money coming in and you're not literally taking advantage of people or, you know, manipulating people, then who the fuck am I to say anything? And I get that. But I I think
1: st- it makes people feel good also to like support people who they like and appreciate. And like they're doing it a lot of times for themselves as much as they're doing it for you. Like they want to be able to show you that they appreciate the art you made or the thing that you're doing
0: I think it's hard hard. I think it's part of the artist mentality I think it's really part of that like beat yourself up like it's not good enough for anybody's money kind of weird like syndrome that we all have and I think once you overcome that then you're like fuck it I'm gonna put my my art now costs $600 dude there's people that put sell their art for shit that I'm like you really sell it like really like maybe I need to reevaluate what I'm selling my shit for because uh I'm not really sure how that's working out, but okay. Like, if you're that confident in your shit and you're shitting, it's like $350, go ahead.
1: I just saw this line of like, and this is just one simple, stupid example, but like, you know how if you take like a dark sweatshirt and you do tie dye, but you put it in bleach, it just like lightens it? Yeah. Like, there are people selling sweatsuits like that for literally, like, $150. And I'm like, all you need to do is buy a Hanes sweatshirt and a bottle of bleach, and you can make that for $7. Like, (laughs) it's not—it's cool, but, like, just to your point of, like, how much you can inflate, like, the price of something thing, because someone else is either, like, too lazy to do it or, like, doesn't maybe have the ability— Whatever. I mean, with real art, it's different. But with something like that, it's like I bet you. you I bet you, it. if you
0: tweeted at them, you'd be able to talk to their manager in less they, time I than didn't it. not do
1: that because they're like a small <laughs> little company. Like, I'm just kidding. I just looked at it and I was like, "This, you are really."
0: It's this, tough. This, listen, this, this, listen, it's <laughs> tough. It's tough times. It's everything, perspectives, and all this type of like everybody's like state of mind and how they're processing information is changing. And I think it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting how this plays out because look. I, we were talking about like the weather's going to be getting warmer. People that don't have air cond what are you going to do when it's like summer comes and it's like ninety degrees in the city with like eight hundred percent humidity and you don't have air conditioning in your apartment and you want to sit outside on the sidewalk? Like, are you not going to go outside? Are you not going to like be flooding the streets? Are you not going to go sit in the park? Like, wh- how the fuck then are we going to? Because this is not going away by the summer. I don't think this opening in May is 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 happening. Like, no way.
1: I, I, I mean, no way. No chance. I think you should put, uh, you need to put a warning on to all your NYC friends that if they think that they're going to want an AC, they got to get it now. Because that shit, the minute it gets high, is going to get sold out in a second.
0: I know. And, and it's also how do you install – look, I had – I usually I installed mine myself the second time I had to actually get help because I was like, this I'm five floors up and this shit goes like toppling if down. You mur- you'll murder Forget someone. it. And I have – the one in my back bedroom I did by myself, but the one in the front I had to actually get help because it's also like on shims and I had – but what are you going to do? Like people are going to – not everybody can afford an air conditioner, and then not everybody, once they get an air conditioner, can afford the Con Ed bill, bill when you run that shit 27 hours a day.
1: 100%. And those things, I, I, we're, I'm lucky because I'm close enough to the ocean where, like, there's probably, like, three weeks in August where I run it. And I don't, if it was just me, I would never. But I know. the dog, me I got to run it. I can't, like, the thought of leaving him and it's like he's going to steam. But it doesn't usually gets so bad but like it is an expensive ass my grandparents
0: never had air conditioning i sat around in a kitchen in in kew gardens in 900 degree humidity and heat with my grandfather in his underwear and my grandma walking around like half naked and like nobody giving any fucks and i would sit there like dripping with sweat wearing wool socks because they couldn't see my tattoos because that was like the last thing i would ever do to them and i was just like oh
1: so, wait,
0: you didn't have arm tattoos then? I did not have arm tattoos then. I started out with my ankle tattoo, and I would – it was tough because my grandma would sit in the <laughs> – It's like, probably too much. Again, oversharing, But my grandma – when I would – they had an amazing bathtub, like, an old porcelain humongous bathtub that was, like, the size of a swimming pool. Yeah. And I – I mean, I miss taking baths, honestly. And I would take a bath, and my grandma would come in and, like, sit on the toilet and, like, talk to me. But, like, I was in the bath, and we would, like, have these conversations, and I would literally have to, like – cross my legs and, like, hide my hide my leg and, you know, just wait for her to leave. Like, half the time, she'd be like, okay, you gonna get out? I'm like, what? and it wasn't that I'd give a shit if I, like, stood up and she was there and needed a to towel, but it was more like, I don't, yeah, no, I'll just wait till you, like, either need to go get something in the kitchen or decide you need yeah. to, like, go get a handkerchief or something and, you know, blow your nose, but they know, and she would knit me, like, wool, she would knit me socks in, like, five minutes. She was like, you want another pair of socks? I'm like, not really, but Okay. <laughs> Yeah. My feet would be sweating. I'd be dripping. I'd be like, "Oh my god, this is ridiculous." I'd put open the freezer and put my head in the freezer on the bottom just to like cool off. But it get, yeah. it's 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 gonna be in, it is gonna be interesting here. And I'm I'm telling you, even now, people are getting there are more people on the street, and it's like, yo, this is it. it this shit's not over. It's not yeah. anywhere near over. Like it's no. it's, it's just. Not. I don't know how, I don't, I don't know. That's what makes me nervous because I'm sitting up here and I hear I yell at the window. Like, there's like five or six girls out on the show. I'm like, go the fuck home. And honestly, too, enough, like, I know you got to live, but enough with the laughing. Shit's not funny. I don't really, you know, there's not a lot to joke about when, like, again, like, people are dying and risking their lives going to work. And you're, like, bullshitting out here, smoking cigarettes and, like, fucking around. I'd almost be, like, just. Go the fuck home. I literally like yelled out my window like a crazy person. I was like, go the fuck home. I was like, go the fuck home. I don't give a fuck if they hear me. I mean, I didn't stick my head open the window and stick my head out. But I literally like sat on my couch. And I'm actually for that reason, glad that my next door neighbors are not here because they would think then I was like a crazy person. Right. Because what other he- person sits out the window and yells randomly at people walking by because they're laughing and joking? But they were also right. when I looked out, none of them were wearing a mask. They were all huddled right. together. They were just one had a cigarette, and they were like crackheads. I'm like, shit ain't funny. I've been up in this fucking apartment since seven o'clock in the fucking morning. Yeah, like, I know. What what's funny and why the fuck are you out? <laughs> It was—I
1: mean, I took Frank for a walk yesterday, like, closer to the beach, just to, like, get a change of scenery. The beaches are closed. Like, you can't get on the beach. Um, But there were were people across—we were sitting, like, just by the pond. There was, like—there's a pond in this, like, park, so we were just, like, sitting by the pond by ourselves. And then these people showed up across the way and started barbecuing in one of the public grills. And I was like, where are the cops? Like, because they would get a ticket and, like...
0: But wh- who even trips. thinks to do that? Like, what no, the fuck right? is wrong that's, with you?
1: That's what I'm... We... L.A. closed the parks this weekend because they were so that's scared. That's some Florida-type
0: type shit. That's not even... Yeah, they
1: were... But they were so scared that people would try and have Easter picnics outside that they put the park by my house, chain-link fence went up around it. Can't get in. See, that's because so- they were.
0: I wish they would do that here. I wish they would honestly. As much as I love the park, and as much as it is in my soul, for now, shut the fucking shit. I said we've been saying it all the time, shut the fucking shit down. Two weeks, yes. three weeks until like, shit, shut it. Because people like that, the grilling people, are fucking stupid, and I don't think that the stupid people should get to dictate the way the smart people like us are sitting here trying to do the right motherfucking thing.
1: But doesn't it always somehow work out that way? The lowest common denominator dictates the way that we have to do. It's the whole we can't have nice things thing because the the dumbest asshole fucks it up for everyone and then no one can have something. I know. Well,
0: fuck them. And they also don't give a fuck. They don't think about that because they don't. Clearly, they're not worried. No. Yeah. I don't know what that must be like. I, I can't even imagine what it's like to be so oblivious to anybody else's like current state. That you are that blind to, like, what the fuck is going on around you. I don't even – I can't even imagine. It must be really nice to walk around life like that and just, like, not give any fucks.
1: Dude, last – a couple weeks ago, I had to take Frank to the vet to get a blood test. And we live across the street from the vet, so we walked. And I'm waiting – and they're doing the thing now where they take – like, we don't – I don't go inside. They take him. Right. They wait outside. And – we were waiting for the vet tech to come get Frank, and I was just standing in the back in the parking lot by ourselves. These two guys come out of their, or sitting in their BMW at the pharmacy parking lot next door. They call, they get out, and one guy goes to me, he's like, Hey, can I pet your dog? And I was like, I mean, like, no. I was Did like, Did he get that close? Or, I would
0: have been like, Back the fuck up, bro. He was,
1: he was like, He was probably like 10, 12 feet away from me, but like walking toward me. And I was like, I mean, normally I'd say yes, but like, we're not allowed to. We can't be that close. And he's like, oh, okay. And he, like, went back in his car. And I was like, are you fucking stupid? Like.
0: The answer to that is yes.
1: Like, yeah. I was like, no, you can't pet my dog. Like, you can't come that close to me. And I don't know who you are. And you can't put your like, weird hands on yeah, my P- dog.
0: see, it's, people are just so fucking, just dumb like dumb like darwin dumb like they just need to like spontaneously combust and like leave us the fuck alone and let the people that want to like do the right thing and like not everybody's perfect and not everyone has to be perfect and there's no like you know but the dumb ones got to go dude the dumb totally. ones have got to go
1: and i'll say it again like I think I said this on one of our previous rants, but, like, we are all, for the most part, making small justifications for the things that we're doing that are not 100% perfect in this scenario. Yeah. I'm going to the grocery store every couple weeks. I took Frank to a new location to walk.
0: But you have to go to the grocery store. You need food. Yeah, The dog has to walk.
1: I run I'm still run, I run without a mask because I, I will suffocate if I run with a mask. Okay, but
0: you run around just, people. You're not like running close to people. Look, you're talking no, you're not talking about ridiculous stuff.
1: No, but probably if I was being perfect, I would i probably still go to the grocery store, but I I wouldn't run as much. I wouldn't take Frank out of this specific vicinity. But like those are things where I'm like I'm justifying this because I'm I i do not believe I'm putting anyone in danger by doing that.
0: But and like, I don't. No, I don't think you are. I think it would be putting yourself more in danger. I think it would be r- taking the risk of exposing yourself. Like I make sure. Like you, you do the best that you can. Like I didn't go here. Like I didn't go out for do. Like I got texted by somebody that was like, "Hey, I'm gonna go make a dosa run. Want to join?" And I actually just, uh, from Hampton Chutney. It's like that food that is like wrapped. It's like a flatbread. That like gets wrapped with like cheese and vegetables and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, it's the only food that the kids can eat that meets their dietary restrictions. And the only location remaining in the city because it closed down long before this virus closed them down is like now down in like Soho, like way far the fuck down in like Tribeca, Sohoe. And I, first of all, I was sleeping because I crashed. On that day, that, that afternoon I slept and I woke up and it was like 4.20 in the afternoon. I literally like passed out and slept the entire afternoon away. I don't know what happened. Okay,
1: congratulations though because yeah. you need to sleep. Yeah.
0: <laughs> But I think that's what happens. I think it was just an exhaustion. It was literally like I laid down on the couch after like walking. It was like Saturday or something. I don't know. What? Was that yesterday? What's today?
1: Yesterday was Saturday.
0: I don't know. It, maybe it was yesterday. I can't. All I know is that I did, did what I need to do. Walk the dog. <clears throat> Let me drink. Hang on. Step that AP. It's the Arnold Palmer. I I sat down on the couch, and the next thing I know, I woke up, and it was 416. And I was like, wow, okay, my body just, like, collapsed. But then I woke up, and there was a text, going to make a dosa run, want to join? And I was like, you know, I don't want to join. Like, my response to the text was, like, why are you tempting – why are you tempting fate with this virus, dude? Like, why are you going? Like, I think that's the problem that I have with people. Like, I know you want to eat. I know people are doing takeout. I know people are doing delivery. I know people want to support small business. I get all of that. But I don't get why you would want to walk to your car, get in your car, drive all the way downtown, get out of your car, or pull your car up. I don't know how they're doing it. Get your doses. Drive. You don't know, like... I mean, who's touching the bag? Like, it's all, again, all these things that you have to think through. You put the dosa bag in the car, and then you have to park the car. Then you have to walk with the doses and come back home. And, like, then you, you know, open the bags and however you want to, like, I mean, wash your hand. Like, there's a million things now you have to do before you can, like, actually just sit down and shove food in your face anymore. And I just, my, my response was, I don't know why you're tempting fate. I don't, I don't that's just my own perspective. He's a grown ass man. He could do whatever the fuck he wants. Like, I'm not going to tell him what to do. I also was like, not tempting fate. I didn't need anything from the supermarket. So he, you know, after the, you know, I didn't go on the fairway run. I was like, I don't really need anything. Why should I go? Why should I put myself or anybody else? Like, how do I know if I, if I have it or if I'm carrying it? Like, I don't really know. And why would I risk putting anybody else at risk so that I could go get, like, what am I going to buy? Like chips? I literally have no more room to put anything in my apartment, like, even if I needed it. And I don't need anything. Like, it's not – I'm not at that point yet. I mean, I'm sure, like, at some point I'm going to need to, like, stay up till midnight and try to get in a fresh direct slot, like, that fill up in a nanosecond when another spot opens at 12.01 a.m. for that next day and people are just literally, like, clicking any time that they'll take, 5 in the morning, that you can't get – you can't even get a fresh direct delivery. Yeah. At this point. But I don't know. Like, it's weird. Like, it's like, again, it comes out, who are going to be the people to, like, take those risks and put themselves out there? And, like, obviously there are people that are willing to do that. I don't know, especially if I had, like, a family of four, if I would be so quick to, like, jump in my car and, like, go somewhere and do that. Shopping is one thing. And I know I talked to another guy who also has has a family, and he's like, shopping stresses me the fuck out. I don't even really want to go, but I I have to go for my family. So you do it. Yes,
1: I don't enjoy, like, I I don't enjoy being in the store because it's, it's weird and it feels, all of a sudden everything feels dirty, which is, like, part a, a mental thing and part, like, people can't, like, fucking stay six feet away sometimes. But it's also, like, the most depressing place to be because yeah. you just never thought in the United States of America, in a big city like ours, that you would see the stores looking this way or people walking around them in masks. Like I avoid as much as possible, but by the same token, I do have to get in my car and go to the yeah. store every couple weeks. Cause I do need to eat food. Right. So totally. I'm trying to minimize the trips, you know,
0: I, you do the best for- you can. And I read a really yeah. good article about like how you really, you only need a mask and you only need to do hand washing. You don't need to really wash down all of your groceries Totally. So you don't have to go, statistic. like, that overboard. And, I like, that was comforting because it was from NPR, and I read the article, and they were like, listen, if you wear a mask, because if you wear gloves, you're once you touch something, your gloves could be contaminated anyway, and then you don't properly take your gloves off or you touch something. Yes. It's the same thing. So the only thing is really the focusing on the hand washing and doing yes. a really good job washing your hands. And you can wipe certain stuff down, but, like, the likelihood that you're going to get the virus from something that you bring home from the grocery store is really Pretty low. Pretty- so they've said in the article. But anyway, here we are, and it's just like the same... I don't know where we'll be. We could we could have this conversation. It could be completely different in like three days from now. Who knows?
1: I mean, I hope it is for the better.
0: Yeah, well... <laughs> I don't even want... Worse is... Uh, I don't want to go down that road, but, you know, I mean... What else? I, I worse is worse i mean worse for us is just literally not leaving the house ever like i don't know for me it can't i i mean i don't have a job to go to i'm not putting myself in harm's way i don't have to take you know i'm not taking care of anybody but i i think that for a lot of people it could get a lot worse but for me or for you like we're in a situation where better is good but like this this is why you can sit here it's not it's not the worst fucking thing in the world like you get like you know Quit your bitching like you have your TV, you have your cable, you have your Internet, you have your health, you have your dog, you have your house, you have your food, you have people to talk to, you have and it's hard. And but then there's also like, you know, you deal with underlying issues like anxiety and like OCD or like people that have other shit going on. And like it could be a million things. So it's not that easy for everyone. I'm not saying it's easy for me. I'm I realize that when I come back in at seven o'clock in the morning or seven thirty, I'm not leaving again. Until the next morning yeah. like I mean, yeah. it, that's it's, it
1: it's not human I mean yeah it's I'm not. not I'm not bitching but I'm sad you yeah. know what I mean like I'm not complaining I have a job and I all the things you listed I have them all but I'm still sad
0: yeah it's sad it's weird lonely it's like a it's a different kind of lonely because you have the FaceTime and you have the you know the way to connect with people and the zoom and the texting and the Instagram and all that kind of stuff. But it's also like just not being able to connect like physically is just weird and lonely in its own way. It's like it's got its own extra layer of like sadness and longing for that and like just seeing someone or like, remembering the last person you hugged goodbye. I hug everybody when I say goodbye. Like, Guapa gets on the train. I'm like, bye. See you later. I never say bye. See, see you later, you know, or see you, see you, or something like that. It's never goodbye, like, whatever. That's a whole superstition thing. But, like, it's the last person, like, you said what's up to or gave a high five to or gave a dab to or, like, hugged or, like, left after having drinks. Like, it was, like, the last time I DJed for the peeps. Like, it was just, it's all of these things that you just are like, wow, I really miss all of that.
1: All of it. And like the thing is, too, for me, like during the week, because I'm working at my computer and then I want to socialize when I'm done or in between with my friends. I'm still socializing on a device. There is like thing where it's like all I want to do is put the devices down. I'm so tired of looking at a screen. I, I but I don't want to like I want to put the devices down. I want quiet time, but I don't want to withdraw and the only way for me to like stay connected now is through a device. So it literally just feels like I'm opening my laptop, then my phone, then my laptop. Then, and it's like, I've, I, especially on weekdays, it's like 9 p.m. and I haven't put the phone down. It's weird. The, it's exhausting. It yeah. It's, it's it's exhausting. It gives you, uh, it gives me headaches. Like, I don't like it. It's yeah. not, I don't choose to do that. But like, it feels like, like normally, if I, I would, do certain nights like if I would come home from work and like especially like if I went to acupuncture or something I would just say like no phone tonight like I'll check in before I go to bed and see if anyone texted me anything like urgent which who whatever it usually was a no right but I just I wouldn't look at my phone because guess what I'll see people tomorrow I'll see my oh you know XYZ I didn't talk to him today that's fine we're gonna hang out on Saturday but now it feels like desperate like I have to check in with everyone so I'm never off this device and it feels physically weird too
0: I have a lot of I have a lot of like awe for and some type of like not jealousy but like and like for people that can disconnect like that like people that pop on that I see like certain things on Instagram like wow they've been off the phone like all fucking day like they just have not I don't know maybe they have maybe they haven't maybe they don't go on Instagram and they text maybe they don't I don't know you never really know what someone is truly doing but to really be able to like disconnect and like say i'm just going to like be in this space and not have that for me i'd lose my fucking mind i can't i can't have that much quiet like with myself something has to be on the radio has to be on the tv has to be on i don't think i could have complete and total silence in that with what God. if you're, like,
1: with a friend or something? Like, what if you, like, went on a hike with a friend? Would you have to, like, check your phone? No. Or would you just like, be with that? Yeah.
0: Not at all. And the only reason, honestly, I would ever have my phone out is is to take pictures. And I think the one thing that all of my friends understand about me is that it's not about checking for anything. It literally is about the photography because that's just the way my brain functions. I see things through pictures. And, like, once people understood that— they understood that it wasn't me constantly feeling the need to check for texts or for this or for tweet or for anything else other than I'm just going to take the picture. I'll even edit it later. Like, and then I put my phone like back in my pocket and like continue hiking. Like it's, it's, it was never like that or biking or something like that, but I could disconnect that way. It's that, that is not a problem, but it's here. I think it's also here now sitting here in this environment. Like you're, I just have a hard time stopping my brain from yeah. turning the motor off, just like, and it's the sounds. It's like the constant, you know, bombardment of the, of the sirens and the noise and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Because even with the windows closed, it doesn't matter. And even if I'm the front or the back, like it's, it's not, first of all, it's not that far. <laughs> the front to the back is <laughs> yeah, not that the far. West wing
1: or the east wing. Yeah. The I'm office. not in it.
0: Yeah. We're not talking about wings <laughs> divided by like giant French doors that close. Right. Um, So it, it, that doesn't matter. And I meant you want to know it's crazy, but I mean, you know, you like lived here. Like it's, it's you, the sounds of the city, just the normal sounds of the city, cars, buses, horns, the subway, like that becomes the white noise that you sleep to. The silence is deafening and terrifying and that's not totally. to say like when i was out in like maine or somewhere else like that i you you adjust to the sounds that are in that environment like the ocean or the wind in the trees or the birds or like whatever it's a different type of white noise but just to have no sound is 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 disconcerting i mean i just i need something so yeah i don't i, I I don't know. I mean, I think it'll be interesting, again, like, when this, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to end. I don't know if, that, like, you go out and, like, everybody's going to be on their phones. Like, ooh, people. Like, look at the crowds in, like, Times Square. Who's going there? Like, who's? No. Like, I mean, I
1: who the fuck was going in Times Square before this? Like, <laughs>
0: fuck. I don't know. It's going to be weird. It's It's just, it, it is weird. It's going to be weirder. I think it's going to get weirder, and I think it's going to be a lot more apprehension, and I think it's going to be a lot more... I think it's going to be more anxiety-inducing, like, as they start to ease back and, like, as they start to do that. Like, I don't know, you you, kind of then become more hesitant into, well, is it really okay or is it not really okay or, I don't know, where did you go today or, like, how – like, do you let somebody else go? Like, I was like, okay, maybe you go to the supermarket first and then let me know how it is. Like – But And then who am I to say that, like, and pussy out? Like, then it's also, like, I hate that because then it's, like, well, I need to go, like, go for yourself. Like, if that was me, it'd be, like, depends. It depends on who it's coming from. It depends on where it's coming from. I think everything is going to be relative to everything.
1: The rest of the year, like, regardless of when this kind of, like, quote ends or like if there's a break before it comes back like who knows but
0: like yeah in the the fall what do we do like what
1: (laughs) that Fauci just said today like it's very possible there could be a second wave in the fall great so it's like the whole year is gonna be weird like it's just I think
0: life is gonna be weird from this point on it's like I gotta I would love to talk to people that like after the Spanish flu like at it like Eventually life got back to normal. They had a vaccine. Everybody like started living again. Like look what look where we ended up before this shit started. They didn't yeah. like all hide and cower in their house. Shit like everybody traveled again. Everybody got on airplanes and boats and not that I ever got on a cruise ship, but you couldn't you couldn't pay me a million fucking dollars to be like you can go cruise around the world for free. I'd be like thank you, but no thank you.
1: I never would get on a cruise in my life. A cruise is not for me. What? If,
0: I did what if one boat on trip. I did one boat trip like that, and I was like, "Damn, this is tight. This is yeah. tight."
1: No, I'm not a cruise person. I, I don't, I don't need that. I like, I like a water sport. I like to be in the ocean. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to be like stuck in the middle of it on some gross ass. Ship. I wouldn't
0: mind the private yacht treatment.
1: That's okay. That's different. Although I do get seasick, <laughs> so I'd need, like, a lot of drum, I think.
0: Or, like, some kind of catamaran situation. I'm okay with What's that.
1: What's a catamaran?
0: With the What's giant sails and the dudes and the pontoons that, that go up.
1: Uh, I don't know if that's for me.
0: Yeah. Depends where you are, though. I mean,
1: geographically
0: yeah. speaking, it might be for you if you're, like, in Thailand or something or Vietnam or... Trans-
1: and that's like the other side part. Like, I've been wanting to go to Asia for so long. When's well, the next time I'm going to feel good about getting
0: on a plane? Dude, I don't know. I, I I ask myself the same question. When somebody that I trust or some medical person tells me that it's okay, then then fine. Until right. then, I'm not listening to any motherfucker. I, I don't know. Ca- it's not happening. Right. One person coughs on a plane? Forget it. Gonna, it, it's gonna be like yelling fire in a fucking crowded movie theater. Like, <laughs> yeah.
1: But don't they? Didn't they say it's like you're more likely, like someone? It's more likely the surfaces that you would touch on a plane versus like the air in it, right? I don't. I don't want to get on it. I don't even know. I,
0: no, I mean, bro. Like, you're sitting. I don't know you sitting next to unless you're. I am traveling with a companion or someone that I know. Sitting on my lap is not right. happening. Like, I don't Ride know you. I'm not sharing an armrest with you. You're not passing me to go to the bathroom right. 17 times on a flight. It, no. Right. Just no. Like
1: Yeah. It's going to be a no for a while.
0: I flew in business class one time, and I had a, two seats all to my th- – I mean, that's why I was there. There was nobody – I got right. super lucky for some reason. The girl, like, felt bad for me or something, and I was like, oh, business class, this is – I sure – and it was amazing. And I was like, damn, yeah. people actually <laughs> live like that. Yeah. get used to that. But no, nope, not going to do it. No. But in the meantime, here we are. We'll sit here. We'll keep ranting. We'll keep jamming. We'll keep doing what we have to do and, uh, until we uh, don't have to do it anymore. And then we'll figure out. What-
1: I, I can, like, I do foresee myself, like, in a year from now, because, like, God willing, this is over in a year from now, me being like, I miss the jams.
0: Remember the jams? Yeah. Like one <laughs> of the yeah, the last jam is going to be the last jam is going to be a good one and then hopefully one one of these days like we'll be able to do like some kind of reunion jam. I mean, Galush was like, I'll rent the club and if she puts her money where her mouth is and we get a club and we can like people will get together and we could do one reunion jam and set that up that would be freaking amazing and that would i mean people if they were willing to again like travel from wherever they are that would be I crazy fun coffee. but i don't know so yeah So
1: much fun. worst case we all just come to your apartment
0: <laughs> dude that would we could do it up on the roof that would be amazing and then we could all just so like fun. crash out on the floor i'm okay with that
1: I would love that. I would love because now I feel like I know all the peeps, you know, like all the regulars. It's fun.
0: As you should, as the hostess with the mostest. The
1: hostess with the mostest. You
0: and Mr. Dirty Martini. He's there (laughs) every night. Every night. And Hamburger Jake's going to have his UFOs and he's going to be ditching the Crocs. He's up in his flip flop game. Oh, dude, once you put these, I'm telling you right now, once you put these on your feet, it will change your life.
1: But the UFO
0: design is not that cute. Dude, okay, let's. Are we really gonna go? We are gonna save this for another rant. We are not gonna talk about the cuteness of Crocs an hour and 20 minutes into this fucking rant right now. Because okay, next, next There is no contest between the cute, the, the comfort and stability and the <laughs> benefits to your feet and back over wearing UFOs than wearing Crocs. Crap of Crocs, which offer no support, horrible for your feet. You've read every article. Come on, dude. Every article that came out that said they are so bad for your feet and your back. No no way. I'm sending them to you. I will send you those articles. And how many of those little pop things do you have that you put in your little Croc sandals? Zero. I'm a zero.
1: I'm a 0 charm girl. I... (laughs) Uh, i i love what can i I had, I, cro- I had crocs when they first
0: came out i rocked the crocs i rocked them at camp they were super convenient to get wet and sloppy and gross easy on easy off they dried quick they were super affordable and eat then my feet started to absolutely kill me the pain in but, like, my I'm feet not, was bad I'm just
1: wearing them to like walk the dog and like hang around i'm not hiking in them
0: some people liking them. Some people, like, live and die in the Crocs. You can, like, they're your knock-around shoes. That's fine. I, my house shoes are my ufos, and I wear them outside. I have inside shoes, outside shoes. I wear them in the tub, in the shower, when I stand in the shower.
1: Oh, yeah. You had that plantar thing, right?
0: Well, I had a torn plantar fascia, but I also have lower back problems. I also have, I mean, it's they are unbelievable. They're, I mean, they are made by people in the industry that know about, the anatomy and the physiology of your feet and your spine and all that kind of stuff. And that goes into these shoes. I put well, them on. I hope people
1: they, they need to do more designs,
0: more. Do they do a whole project? Pink thing. They donate money to cancer to fight cancer. So fuck cancer. They do a good thing. They're flip flops. They have colors in their slides. What do you I mean? They're not meant to be, you know, crockish. They're meant to be functional and 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 save your feet.
1: Fine. And I mean, I can't. I'll send I you the discount
0: code. To, I'm telling you, put them on I your feet; they'll change look, your life.
1: I need them to look different before I don't. You do can't them. have them
0: look like Crocs, dude. We're not even. Stop it. I
1: need them to look like Crocs. I don't do a flip flop. That's not for me. I,
0: you can do a slide then. They do a closed do a shoe. Slide. They do a clog. They do a clog-ish type thing.
1: A, I do a slide.
0: The slide shows your toes, though. My toes are busted up to fuck. I don't give a shit.
1: Well, now mine are, but usually mine are like in pretty great shape. Yeah,
0: you you're big on the uh, mani pedi sitch. I'm
1: big on the mani pedi. Yeah, I like to be groomed, but grooming is one. (laughs)
0: Let's not even go down that road. (laughs) I just
1: mean I like to be clean and neat.
0: Yeah, that too. (laughs) That's good. Not that that matters right now, either. None
1: of it matters now.
0: All right. None of it matters now. It will matter someday. That's a whole other conversation. All right. Send us home, sister.
1: Okay. Find me on the Instagram at Franklin, F-R-A-N-Q-L-1-N. Find Randy on the Instagram at Doodleheads. Live DJ every night, 8 Eastern, 5 Pacific. Show it's so much fun a few rules one when we get cut off due to copyright bullshit we come right back we do we don't leave number two (laughs) song requests 12 hours in advance (laughs) cannot take live song requests number three do not request to be in the live yeah
0: (laughs) so true
1: number four we're all chipping in to
0: get Randy a projector for her birthday so she <laughs> no. can read the comments on the wall. Not at all. I don't Maybe want a projector. Just I just I just love the fact the FOMO is more fun. I just love missing out on everything. I do not want a projector. I will never use it. And I just want to keep DJing the music and, and having a good time. So that's all that's, well, that's important. It.
1: I think When you come back on Twitter, we'll find you at Small Pencil Club, (laughs) but still in the Twitter jail. And uh
0: sense nuts. That's it.
1: Peace and hair grease. Do 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 (laughs) do.